Episode 21. Still surprised we made it this far. Glad to be here. Glad to be with you, Kev. And we have a special guest on today. Spencer, how you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Good. Glad to have you. We're going to get into some of Spencer's background in a second, but first, got to put Kev on the spot like we always do. Kevin, famous number 21. Tim Duncan, the big fundamental. Tim Duncan. Basketball, oh, baby. That was, a good one. that was a good one. Basketball, sick league. All right. Well, dude, it's, it's awesome to have you on today, Spencer. Um, you're going to be probably our, one of our newest writers and newest podcasters to Inside the Rink. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you a fan of? Uh, uh, the Maple Leafs, for sure. Toronto uh, Maple Leafs. Yeah, that's my go-to. Yeah, Sorry, boys. Um, my uh, favorite hockey player in, in general was Thomas Caverley growing up. Oh, Bruins legend Thomas Caverley. Yeah, that's I actually cried when he got traded to the Bruins. I could see that. I was so happy, and I thought like he was gonna come in and be. I mean, he was right. He did what the Bruins needed him to do, and he helped us win a cup. But at the same time, I was like, it just, I didn't really. He was not who we thought he was gonna be in the Bruins system, which yeah. we should have saw that. Like he was not. It wasn't. He was kind of at the back end of his career, and it just he's never really gonna fit into the Bruins system. But still. Made me mad that you left the Leafs and then won a cup. Yeah. Hey, that's that's what you have to do, right? It's been a little bit since the Leafs have won a Stanley Cup, so you kind of do have to leave to go and get one. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> we can what, was say the last, we, what was the last year Toronto won one? Uh, 67. 1967. Yeah. That's a bit. That's a bit ago. I, yeah, I, can't, I don't even I think can't that game was in you. color. I think it was in black and white. I'm trying to see. I'm looking. I have, like, I brought up, so just to give some all-time series records, right? The Bruins all time against Toronto are 343 wins, 306 losses, 99 overtime, I would assume OTLs, overtime losses, and 13 shootout losses. I think. I would assume there's losses because the wins will just go to wins. It doesn't have anything, just shows the numbers. But so through history, since our first meeting on December 3rd, 1924, the Bruins have been the better team. Yeah, I think they've also won the last seven playoff series, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like dating back to like, I think the seventies or sixties, like, yeah, the Bruins have dominated the Leafs. That's why it's funny to me. Right. So like last night you see Leafs Twitter just jumps all over the Bruins for the whole game. <laughs> Deservingly so. Right. But it's just, I, I just, for me, like I look at the tweets that we get at us and stuff from like these fans and I just kind of, it's like the, it's like little brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. We're but, all jealous. Yeah. Like all that being said, if you just look at the top end of the Leafs lineup, like if you really look at it, you have Matthews with 85 points, Mitch Marner, who in my opinion is having a career year. He's not, I don't think he'll hit 94 points, which was high, but still he's played 57 games. He has 76 points. I think Marner's playing as confidently as we've ever seen him play. Dude, like If you look at his last 31 games, he has like 60 points oh. or something. It's unreal. Tavares, who is having a Tavares year, you know what I mean? It's 63 points, 65 games. Nylander is playing up to pretty close to his contract. With 60 points. Like, I, I and Riley's Riley still bunting. We're going to get into bunting later because I want your opinion <laughs> on a few things. I kind of, he seems like an absolute honey badger. How do, do you like yeah. bunting? Yeah. It's funny. I was thinking like two weeks ago, I said to my brother, um, imagine bunting in a playoff series. And then oh. last night, it was the like the most playoff field game that we've had besides maybe the Florida game. And yeah. Uh, He's made he for just, it. Yeah. He was just in it. Absolutely like, made for it. Especially that series. 
Like so, Toronto, uh, Toronto, Florida, not that, not that exciting. Toronto, Boston, like with bunting all over McAvoy, like last night. Yep. I'll, I'll tell you right now, this Leafs team is my favorite Toronto Maple Leafs team in the last like seven years. Like I, I really do think this team's legit. Like I think the additions of Blackwell, the addition of Giordano are huge. Yeah, you and can tell the if of the back end with Giordano already. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I see, like I'm not, I'm not a Leafs hater. I'm just not. Like I like. I like the talent on the team and I'm a big Austin Matthews fan. So like, even though I'm a Bruins fan and like I root against the Leafs, obviously like always, I don't, I still respect the skill that's on that roster. And it's, it's high. It's very high. The problem is, which it wasn't at the start of the year, right? I was so in on the Leafs to start the year. I have a future on the Leafs. Like I really thought I have a future on the Bruins too. Don't get me wrong. But like, I thought the Leafs could win. I really do. Goaltending is now a problem. So that's like the, the biggest thing. Like had it, what, what is going on with goaltending? Oh man, I don't even know where to start. Morazic, uh <laughs> groin injury again. Apparently, that's like yeah. the year of his career. Um, Jack Campbell. I mean, if that guy played the whole season, the first like the first thirty games that he played, I think we'd be like he'd be like Shesterkin right now. Yeah. Uh, and then Shalgren. I mean, he's pretty good. Like he came in last night. Yep. And I think he scored. They scored two goals against him or three goals against him, but like. I don't know. I don't think that we're going to do as well without a, a number one. No, and that's the problem. It's like, I actually really, I thought Jack Campbell was, he was 100%. We, we did an episode where we talked about midseason awards, and we talked about Campbell for the Vesna because he was literally yeah. in that conversation. I didn't have him winning it, but I had him as a candidate. And he's such a likable guy, too. That That's the thing with this Leafs team that's kind of changed. The Leafs, for a long time, were not likable for, like, yeah. opposing fans. They're a very likable team. Like, you can't. Like, if you're a hockey fan, like, number one, like, if you're an American and you're, like, you hate what Austin Matthews brings to the Leafs and the hockey, you're an asshole. Same thing if you're a Canadian, you hate what Mitch Marner brings. Like, it's the same thing. Like, just from even, like, on the national standpoint, bringing them together, it's just, I don't know. Like, I like I like the top end of the Leafs. And I think you guys finally have some toughness through the lineup. So, like, that's where it's just, I don't, I, I mean, to me, the Leafs are in as good of a position as they've ever been in. Do a, I, yep. Pardon me. What are you gonna say? I said I think the Leafs are in as good of a position as they've been in in our lifetime. Yeah, I, I I second that. I also think last night was a demonstration that. Yep. Like the toughness, the team toughness. Although we we weren't chucking knuckles, we were still. Uh, like well, first of Stavar. You guys are still the Leafs. I mean. Yeah, yeah. you're still taking dives. Yeah, you're still <laughs> the Leafs. <laughs> yeah, that Labushkin one. Yeah, we're we're I getting mean, into that. We can go into it. Yeah, give we, us give us your opinion. Let's do it. Let's do I, I it. think I think Taylor Hall gave me some like Todd Bertuzzi vibes. No, that's bullshit. What, what I read the, that tweet. What the punch, <laughs> Come on, it was so man. soft. You guys are acting like Taylor Hall is like Mike Tyson's long lost cousin. It's Taylor Hall. Dude, I, I mean, mean like, Brad Marchand taught him well. Yeah, come on. But, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> like listen, gets up and just dude, starts, those are just Mar- Come on, Marshawn and Hall are good Canadian boys. You don't love them, but listen, they. I, it's just okay. Do I like the hit to the side of someone's head? No, like I, I don't like the glove on punch to the side of his head. I do think that's a penalty, and I'm perfectly fine with the five thousand dollars suspended. Um, fine, it's not suspendable. He was not that hard of a punch. Watch it in real time. And listen, all the videos you guys are posting aren't showing the fact that Labushkin hit Taylor Hall from behind. Your yeah. plug defenseman went and hit the over the first overall pick in 2011 from behind. That's what actually happened. Our plug defenseman, I think they use the most reliable on defense. <laughs> yeah, actually, probably which doesn't say much That's for problem. us. That's um, where like 
we that that's a a great that's you know that's a great a transition you just made there that's the that's the side of the Leafs game that gets scary for you it's the defensive side yeah. and you even saw it last night but your offense when it is flying when they're when the Leafs are coming in on a two on one it's a problem it's such a problem because they unless it's a two on nothing so then uh, yeah you're yeah, good yeah what is it is it Mitch Marner's blown like three hasn't got a shot off on his last four two on o, two on O's, right I'm confused that happened twice in the Florida game with Matthews and Marner and yeah. Then- and then last night, like, I don't know why they kept passing. So much because they shot. have so much talent. They just thoroughly keep giving it back and forth. A young Bergeron and Marshawn used to do that, too. There are times, like, they were just breaking, and they would not get shots off. You don't see that as much now because they're twice those guys' age. But still, yeah, I mean, the, the problem is, and this is, like, if you look at the Bruins-Leafs matchup for a playoff, I think when the going gets tough and the Bruins are really going – because as much as that looked like a playoff game for the Leafs last night, it didn't for the Bruins. It just didn't. The building didn't, like, just listening to it, it didn't sound like a playoff arena in Boston. There was I couldn't believe the amount of seats we could see in the lower bowl for the first period, too. I thought that was wild. And I just think when the Bruins play their heavy game and they get in behind the Leafs' defense, the Leafs are going to have trouble. If we meet in the first round of the playoffs, I still think it'll go seven games and go either way. I, I mean, I hope the Leafs win. Just, I know, like, I mean, obviously I'm a Leafs fan, but like, yeah, yeah, no, of course. I think yeah. this is like the Pittsburgh Washington thing. Like, once Toronto gets past Boston, they like could all, win. All their demons are slayed. Yeah. I mean, so the only team that really has the offensive firepower to, I think, really hurt Vasilevsky is the Leafs. At the top end. Ah, but it's hard to say. I guess the Panthers are so good now, too. The whole Atlantic is so good. Yeah. I mean, on paper, the Bruins are the weakest team out of the four I, playoff teams. I think we should go back to the one-to-eight setting. Yeah, it's not fair I do too. that two of, the, two of the, what, four best teams in the Atlantic get beat on the first round. Yep. No, I agree. I really I really agree. Like, that, that's the thing. It's like, no matter what, no one in the Atlantic should be playing another team in the Atlantic in the first round. Yeah. But it just it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about that. I, I agree that that should be changed. On, on the radio the other day, they're saying that apparently a team exec for the Leafs told, yeah. uh, I forget who it was, like Nick Kippers or something, that um, uh, they think that Carolina would be the best option because apparently like Toronto thinks they've seen this game before where Freddie Anderson has an outstanding season and then so, shits the bit. So if there's a goalie that I'm least scared of in the East as a Bruins fan, it, it's Freddie Anderson. He's I've, I've, I've stood in the top row of the balcony in game seven of Boston, Channing Anderson. I've been a part of that. So I, <laughs> I like, I definitely, um, I definitely know that we can rattle him. I know that and the Bruins can rattle him, but at the same time, Anderson's not a bad goalie. He's a good goalie. He's good. Every goalie in the East is good. The only team with goaltending questions is the Leafs right now, which is weird. I, cause... How do you think Swayman's going to do? Like this is his first real so, test. We're going to find out. I guess the Bruins do have some questions there, but I think Olmark is a one, one B. You know what I mean? He's, he's a good. He he could be our he could be our starting goalie too. I think Swayman is super athletic. I think he has more upside than most teams have in a goaltender, but I think that he's not fully ready to be your playoff ace yet. No, I, I don't. But like, how do you get there? How do you become ready to be a playoff ace? Yeah. By playing playoff games, so yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, that's we'll the find problem. I was gonna have with Sandy and Lilligren. Yeah, like right now they're slaughtered yep. to be the seventh and eighth, but like 
then next season, everyone in the media in Toronto will just say that they're not ready. We'll yeah. give them a chance to be ready. Like, I mean, Boston's the prime example. Somehow they managed to develop a goalie who could be the starter for the next 10 years while having to grasp. Like, yeah. every other NHL team would just ditch the goalie because they've got a star. Yep. Yep. And that's, I mean, I was worried the Bruins were going to do that. I was when they signed Olmark to his big deal this summer. I really, I didn't love it at all. But, I mean, Cassidy is went with who's the better player there. And luckily for the Bruins, that, that's Ben Swayman. And he's on such a low deal, it helps the Bruins kind of have some flexibility. Because if, I mean, if Swayman wasn't going to be the starting goalie and we had to sign another goaltender for a good amount of money, that would put the Bruins in a much different cap situation. Yeah, like they six? They've got six million in cap or five million? Yeah, it's like it's six, yeah, because Olmark makes five and he makes uh, eight five. 850,000. So, yeah, it's like six million in goaltending, which is not bad at all. Yeah. What do the Leafs have tied up? Do you know? I think roughly around that. I mean, yeah, which is Marazic a good, no- that's a good like, number. Yeah, Marazic makes like 3.85 or something or 3.9, and well, Jack Campbell's still like 1.75. But he's due for an extension this year, so Toronto's yeah. probably going to clear cap to sign him. Yeah, I so that's that's a question I had for you. We can jump right into it. Who has to go from these this top group of guys? Is it Nylander? Yeah. Is that who goes? It I mean, I, be, right? I really like Nylander. So do I. I would take him. But, I mean, the, the issue is I think Toronto thinks Nylander is going to be like Pashnik. But he's not. Pashnik's on a completely different level. He's way more physical. Yeah. He gets in the corners. And so Nylander Pasta and Nylander were extremely comparable coming out of, I guess we'll call it juniors, even though Nylander was – they were both playing pro, really. But um, they were extremely similar. They were friends. They played together. Um, they're kind of the same style. The difference is Pasta grew into his body a lot more, I think. Pasta puts a, has a lot more muscle on him, and Pasta plays a lot harder now, which he never did. This is really kind of the year one and a half of him playing that harder, heavier game in being yeah, able to. Of yeah, he, he really does to me. I, I said it to my dad the other day. He has the he has the makings of the shot like Ovechkin on the power play. but he has Oh, my God, that one. That one last night, 11 seconds in on that yeah. power play. Oh, it's my God. So, it's just so deadly. That whole and, power play in general. Yeah. Like, and then the rebound. Oh, yeah. The, the retransition into the power play when Bergeron passed it back to him. Like, yeah. Yeah. The one where he just, like, took because he knew that Matthew. Uh, how, about, how about on the four on four when he knew Matthews and Martin were out there for a while and he just tried to drive the net? Like, those are things yeah. that, like, you don't see much of. You do from, I mean, like, Matthews does that. Matthews looks like a man against boys most nights. But I don't. I don't put Matthews and Pasta on the same level. I have Matthews above Pasta. It's not by that much, but he is. He's he's a better all-around player. And Matthews this year, I think, for the first time in his career, is starting to become a lot better defensively. Yeah. Like I, I think Matthews is he's becoming well-rounded. I think if Toronto let Matthews, I mean, not that they don't let him because he has pretty much an endless leash, but I think like he could be Toronto's Bergeron. I think he is already. I think he will be. I think the only the only thing I worry about with the Leafs and Matthews is how loyal Austin Matthews is going to be to the Leafs when his deal's up. When is his deal up, though? You have a while, right? Like six years? No. No, he only signed five years. I think this oh. is, he's only got two after this. Oh, okay. Or maybe three after this. But. So that's – yeah, I mean, like how do you feel about that? Do you think he's loyal to the Leafs? Uh. I mean, money talks. I know that's the thing. Like they're they're a player. Like I think Pasta, like as much as like I think Pasta likes Boston. I think he's the a little more loyal to the Bruins because personality wise. But like still, like these younger guys, like you have to pay them, and you're gonna have to pay Matthews. Which who else are they gonna pay? You know yeah, I mean? I mean, 
Yeah, Marner's locked up for another four or five years or whatever. Yeah. I think I, I think the thing that's gonna help Austin Matthews is like I mean the city's like in love with him, the team like everyone in the organization loves him, and then he's got fans like also friends that are fans like Justin Bieber. Yeah, like, no, I agreed. Agreed. Drake. Top. Like yeah. I mean like the Leafs have the most high profile fans at any team and they have the I mean, one of the best like cities, one of the best arenas to go to. Like maybe not the most updated arena, but yeah. still I mean the feeling like when you walk in there and like just watching a game in there, which I've found it, it it's awesome. Like it's awesome. It just feels like how hockey's supposed to feel. The the whole city is just a hockey city. Like I love Toronto. That's so like it's just um I don't know. I, I think like if where else that that's where I go back to like where else would you want to play? Like, where else is hockey a bigger deal? Where else would you want to be a top three player in the NHL? Arizona. Arizona, yeah. yeah. That's what I was just going to say. There's just no way. Like, people are like... If you're getting 17 a year or 18 a year from Arizona, and that's where your your family are, are you going to take that over... The cap would have to... So, what is it? You can make, like, 17% of the cap or something? I think it's something like that. I think the most you can give someone is like 17 in today's NHL. I don't think you even can give that much. I'm not sure. Maybe you could. I'm not. I think it's like 14 or something right now. I could be wrong though. You could be right. I haven't really. (laughs) They were talking about on Chicklets the other day, and I was, but I don't remember if the number. Oh, Paul Bissonnette. That's a. That's another one. He. I mean, although he's he's an Arizona homie because he. He played there. He's a. He's a Leafs fan. Yeah, he's a big fan of Leafs. Yeah, big Leafs fan this year. I think him and Austin Matthews have some kind of relationships. So. Oh no, they're they're definitely friends for sure. No, I I mean Matthews staying with the Leafs his whole career. I mean, do you think he could go down as the best Maple Leaf of all time? I I honestly think that if he this is some some kind of controversial, but I think if he signs one more contract with the Leafs, like eight years, I think he'll be barring no injuries. I think he'll be the greatest Leaf of all time. I think that at the end of his career, he'll be the best American-born player of all time. I think he'll surpass yeah. Kane in every stat. Maybe not in Stanley Cups, but in everything else. Because I don't hopefully, know. If... Hopefully in Stanley Cups. I don't know. Like it's just the problem is the the Leafs have the makings to win a Stanley Cup if they can string together enough defense to let this offense fly, and they can get Jack Campbell back to play goalie. The problem is it's not sustainable with it won't be it won't be able to create a dynasty. I don't think because the the cat the money it just doesn't work unless yeah. it starts to go up. Which it should. So, I mean, everything's kind of – it's all contingent on that. The Leafs are at a different point than the Bruins. They really are. Like, if we transition into looking holistically at the Leafs-Bruins rivalry, you have the main pieces to be rivals for a while. But when Bergeron and Marchand go on, I think you're going to lose a little bit of that edge between the two teams. And because, like, Pasta and Matthews are going to be the two new faces, or even McAvoy and Matthews, they're all, like, friends. McAvoy and Matthew are friends. Like Pasta and Matthews are friendly. You're not. I like. So I just. It'll be. I don't. You'll still see that rivalry, but I think it'll lose a little bit of its edge when the older China generation passes. And Pasta and uh, Nylander are friends. Yeah, I think they're like really close. Yeah, like it's just like that's where it's like the, when the. But I guess it already is because those guys kind of already are like the faces of the Bruins in reality. That's like I look at the a lot of people look at the Bruins as like a team that's going to like, when you look at the Bruins, do you think they're not going to be a playoff team in like three years when Matthew and Bergeron's done? I, I honestly thought this was going to be the year after like, I mean, I don't think there's a player in the NHL that I, I can just randomly cannot stand more than Nick Foligno. 
After really? He, after he came to Toronto and he was like wearing his dad's ass, saying like, "Oh, I love Toronto, I love Toronto," and then like two seconds later, after he got an injury and missed the whole playoffs, and then he just signs with Boston and he says it's about money. Like, well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we're overpaying him. I mean, yeah, you guys can have him back. I have no problem with that. Oh, I don't yeah. want take I him back. Work. But that's what yeah. I mean. Like, I thought that after that contract, what is it, five million or something like that? Yeah, the Bruins were paying him like three point eight, I think. I thought that there's was no good. love for Lino in Boston. Good. No, I mean he's played 49 games. He's 11 points. He's minus 10 on the Bruins. He's, <laughs> he's over the hill too. But I think I think, uh, I think Boston's just... best. No, nah, there's no love, bro. Get him out of here. Best straight partner will be Minnesota. I think if you could convince Minnesota yeah. to take him yep. with retaining yeah. play with his brother and his career. But... Yeah. Yeah, his brother was trying to get him to go out there before this season. So that's a, so like, yeah. see, this is my kind of my point. So the Bruins' next core is is intact. Their next core is going to be Taylor Hall, David Pasternak, um, McAvoy, Hampus Lindholm, Carlo. Like we at Swayman, we have the pieces. The problem is going to be center. The Bruins are going to have to find a center. We're well, according to your friend on Twitter, we don't have a core at all. Yeah, that, that guy. Core foundation. Bruins O or whatever. I'm not even the guy like Shout 20 out to followers. 23 followers. Yeah, like 20 <laughs> followers. I'm not responding. You can call me out a hundred times with your 23 followers. I'm not going to respond. I actually threw out so many tweets last night just to try and spark some conversation. I would have. I would have said something. I didn't. I don't know if I saw him. I, I do follow like, you, but I put like. I was actively watching that game angrily, so I was just like in such a bad mood. I was so excited for like Bruins Leafs, and it just was such a flop that I was just miserable. I put like player, hey player safety, uh, you guys gonna give uh, Hall a um, a hearing dot or question mark question mark just to get people to be like, what are you talking about? I'll back now. Matthews got suspended, but no one bit. No, oh, that cross check was completely different though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just like. I just was trying to get to the... Oh, the one on Darlene? Yeah. Yeah, you lit him up. That was good. Yeah, I wrote a nice article <laughs> yeah. about that from my yeah. perspective. Of I don't think it was purpose. Like, I don't think it was purposeful. I think he meant to the shoulder. Yeah, he didn't yeah. mean hit him in the face. But I mean, like, you still hit him in the face, so sit. It's just like Taylor Hall. Like, he didn't... He's not... He's just not that kind of player. But still, it's like it was a dirty hit. It's There's just, actually a rule in the rule book that states, like, Retali- if you punch someone from behind, yeah, it's, yeah, coming it's, from behind, you're supposed suspension. to get a match penalty. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's it was in the. Definitely. It wasn't from behind. It was on the side of his face, and he hit him from behind a second before. Yeah, but no, I mean, like that's why I think that's why people were were saying, yeah, like, yeah, no, no. like oh, that happened to us. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get him a suspension. But like I, just, I was just trying to get Boston mad, but yeah, I mean, it's like dude, Leafs fans are just so intolerable. They're so intolerable. It's so funny just to see. And like as Boston fans, like it's so easy. It's be like, guys, like you have to get out of the first round of the playoffs before we can have yeah. this conversation. Like it's that simple. And trust me, like that was Connor had texted Kevin and I last night. He was like, it's ridiculous. The Leafs are still celebrating goals. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? And like it's the NHL. I was like, if I was the Maple Leafs, I would celebrate the tenth and eleventh goal they score on the Bruins. Yeah. But we've beat on them for so many years. They deserve to celebrate everything. Like Sometimes good. I don't understand hockey. Like, if you're up, say for example, six two, and you got a power play, you're not supposed to put on your first power play unit. Like, no, like it's, it's I, a joke. I understand. It's a joke. Like, just I understand why. Like, because you're making the other team look bad, but you're in the like you're in the highest league. You're in the high. Yeah. yeah. No one told Pittsburgh that the other night when they put up eleven against Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a joke. You get paid. So like these guys are trying to put food on their tables, right? They get paid by how many points they have every year. That's how they get paid. Yeah. Score as many goals as you want. Celebrate as much as you want. Build a brand. And the who only... doesn't like goals? Everyone likes goals. Everyone likes goals. The puck line likes goals. The over likes goals. Everyone likes yeah. goals. 
And there is no player who understands marketing themselves and their image better than Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews and David Pasternak, two best players in the NHL, at marketing themselves. They're like, if every other team could just get on board with that, it would grow the game so much faster. Line is trying, but he's always going to be he's always going to be second to Matthews. I think who. He's trying with like the faster oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he is. He and is the cockiness, but yep. like I think that he's cocky. Matthews is confident. You know. They're yeah, that's the difference. Like Matthews comes off as like confidence, and Line comes off as an asshole. I still, I think I kind of like both in the same regard. But hockey needs villains. Like hockey needs villains. One hundred percent needs villains. Like Brad Marchand, great for the game. Villains are good for hockey. <laughs> Tom Wilson, I can't. I I can't. Like besides that. Panarin thing. I can't really say that there's a time that he doesn't just get me angry to the point that I want more. Yeah, like I like the thing is, is like Tom Wilson's annoying, right? Everything he does is annoying, but you want to watch games he plays in because he draws eyes and he's super talented. Thing is, he backs it up. It's like a younger, like young Milan Lucic did a lot of dirty things, but scored thirty goals. So shut up about it, because which is what it is. When he ended Ryan Miller's career, (laughs) whenever I see Tom Wilson and he's just like running around destroying people under the boards i'm just like oh man what i wouldn't give to just punch that guy in the face yeah i know i think that's that's his whole purpose you know? but the problem is if you met him in real life you'd be like oh oh like oh maybe yeah, i don't no, hit this guy I, I would definitely be like yeah, oh, yeah. maybe not this guy <laughs> yeah that's the thing. Was... i i always find this funny i mean it's a little off topic but like i was actually gonna mention this the logan stanley I don't know if you watched the Winnipeg Leafs game last last time when they played. No, he, I like, didn't. He, like, got in a fight. It was, like, one punch, and they, like, celebrated saying he was, like, the king. And everyone's like, oh, man, that guy's so big. He's 6'6", six, six, whatever. I mean, I'm also 6'6", six, six, but I weigh, like, 50 pounds heavier than that guy. Yeah. And I'm just, like, imagine what people would be saying about, like, if I play in the NHL. I mean, I obviously wouldn't be this size because I'd yeah. be working out all the time. But I'm just always thinking, like, yeah, it's actually not that big. Like, 220 pounds. Like, the average person in – Canada and America are probably 220 pounds. Oh, yeah. No, without a doubt. I mean. But they're like, oh, he's a big guy, 220 pounds. I'm just like, yeah. you know who else is 20, 220 pounds? Austin Matthews. Yeah. Well, I don't, like, Austin Matthews is not, in, like, he's not a small guy. Like, I don't, like, I, Austin Matthews is not a small dude. Like, he's out there. He's starting to become more of a physical, like, not that he's hitting a lot, but, like, people aren't just knocking Austin Matthews around anymore. It's just, like, pasta. Like, they're just, these guys are coming into their own now. Like, what are they, both 25? Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think Matthew Pasta's twenty six. Yeah, Matthew's thinks a year younger than me, but they're yeah, it's like they, it's just these guys are starting to come to their own. I think I mean the Bruins and Leafs. I think the biggest thing with this rivalry is like it's here to it's going to be fun for a lot of years. I think it's going to be a rivalry more with the fans than the players as time goes on. But hey, who knows? Like you, all you need is like a guy like Bunting to like be a rat on the other side. Yeah, and it'll help. Like it'll fuel it all. And the Bruins, yeah. like, and Freddie, like, Trent Frederick and Bunting will probably oh, hate each other for the next five years, so that'll I, be fun. I love Trent Frederick. I love Trent Frederick so much. That's the, Yeah, and that's a guy, that's another guy, like, as much as you look at Trent Frederick as a third liner, he's part of the next core. Like, because yeah. he's going to be the third line center. Like, you know what I mean? He's going to move to center at some point, and he's going to be a third line problem for a long time. Like, that's a guy I just look at. And the Bruins have some, like, some prospects in the system who I like a lot. Like, Fabian Lizell going to be a huge impact player. We might see him this year. Yeah. Do you? I'm yeah. sorry. Pardon me. So, like, I, I just want to touch on you. You do some scouting, right? Uh, yeah, with a website called Recruit Scouting. Yeah, definitely. You want? I mean, you can definitely talk about that if you want at the end or either way. But the have you done any like? Do you have any reports on Lizelle or no? Uh no, I only he, do. 
OHL? I mean, I think he's WHL, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah, is. plays for uh, Vancouver. I came in last year around uh, just before the draft. I wrote one on Brent Clark. Yep. And then I have one, I think, coming out tonight or tomorrow about Owen Beck. Nice, nice. Yeah, Brent Clark, great defenseman. Yeah, yeah I really like him. Yep, great defenseman. I also liked uh, Corson Kuhlman. Yep, uh, I think he was drafted from by Columbus last year. Yeah, because it was with Toronto's pick. Yeah, because um, they were. That's funny because we had Carson Kuhlman. Yeah, yeah, just a little different. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> and we had Nick Kuhlman back in the day. Yeah, I mean, not it's... really back in the day. It was like 2010. Yeah, I definitely can't tell you guys who were on the Leafs third plan in 2010, but good I that think, you can. Yeah, I I I just spent all waking time just hockey, hockey, hockey. Ah, uh, so I mean, so do I. School, that's, during that's, school. So did I. I I mean that's my my love for the Bruins goes from pretty much birth, more or less. Um yeah, I mean it's I, I'm excited to see where it goes. So here we go. Here's a question I have for you on this. Do you think Michael Bunting should be considered a Calder candidate? I'll let you think on it, Kev, you go first. Oh, this is tough because I wrote that article about I know. him. That's what um, I it's tough because like the only thing is like it's his age, <clears throat> and it's a and like he played like what two partial two seasons. So I'm going no. I don't think just as he has a little more experience, he's given a little. He's had that little like taste of the NHL. He's 26. You can you can go with that. Yeah, he's 26. Okay, perfect. Exactly. Pasta's younger though. Like I don't know if Pasta's younger than him. Is he? Yeah, I bet you Pasta's my age. I don't think so. Spencer, all you. Fun thing for Calder. How do you feel about it as a Leafs fan? I wanted a Leafs fan's point of view. Uh, I mean, Pasta's 25. He's, he's eligible, like, by standpoint. Yeah, by a month or, like, a week. It's like a week or something. But I, I do always think of that that gif um, that's, like, uh, or I guess the meme of like Happy Gilmore or uh, Billy Madison, I think it is, and he's just sitting in the kindergarten class. That's always why I think of Michael Bunting. Like, yeah. he doesn't really deserve it either. Like, it's gonna be like that no. or whatever. No, like to be honest, like if you look at pure talent and you look at Michael Bunting or Lucas Raymond or Trevor Zegris or Maurice Sider, who are you picking? Who do you want on the Leafs? Oh, not I Bunting. Mean- yeah, I mean, I like Bunting, but Zegers is my yeah, favorite. Me too, by far. But I, mean, I think the call there has to go to Cider. Oh, I agree. Yeah, like now. I've changed my take on that. It's Cider, probably. Zegers does like amazing things for the game, though. And Huge. I think that I think the, the, the benefit of having Bunting in that conversation for the NHL is just controversy. Like, yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, hey, he has the most points out of a rookie. He also plays with Austin Matthews. It yeah, kind of helps. No, not not even close on Arizona. Like if he was on Arizona, he wouldn't no. even be considered. So. No, that's my point. It's like you have to like that was my like biggest argument I had the other day with someone. It's like, dude, Raymond, Cider, and Zegris play with potatoes compared to Bunting playing with his line. And, uh, and not that I mean Anaheim has talent, don't get me wrong, but still it's nothing. He's not playing with Austin Matthews. It's that simple. And I noticed that like on It'll be like say a three on two or four on three or whatever, and Bunting's the one that's trying to shoot. Yeah, like, <laughs> you've got probably the purest goal scorer in the league right now on your line, and you're doing yeah. the job. But yeah. here's a question for you guys: Do you guys know how old the oldest Calder winner was? And who? Yeah, wasn't it Panarin? No, no, I'm wrong. Yeah, 
No, I don't know. Tell Sergei, me. Sergey Makarov? I don't even know who that is. He played for Calgary. I think he was like one of the first Russians that came into the NHL. He was 31. Really? I, and that I was before they changed the rule? That was when it just had to be purely your first year? Yeah, that was in 1990. That's an awesome stat. Jeez. Spencer, you can be a stat guy. This guy, he's got some good stats. And I didn't know who he was. Now I feel bad. <laughs> I mean, hey, we're like we're kind of anti-Russia right now on this podcast. So that's why I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, who he is. My family's actually Ukrainian, so really, yeah. So you're very anti-Russia. So we're we're anti-Russia with you. I mean, I I don't I don't really have an opinion. I don't think it's good, but no, obviously, yeah, no. We're, I can't stand Ovechkin though. <laughs> Russian yeah. or not. If he was yeah. American, still can't stand. Yeah. Him. I actually I like Kobe. I've always been like an Obi fan. I'm As a I'm, kid, a, I'm a Crosby fan. So like, oh yeah, I'm see, a I'm an Ovechkin fan. So that's where that's where I always I always didn't like Crosby. I actually didn't really like Crosby until he started to hear guys on Spit and Chicklets really kind of broke that the barrier of NHL players actually talking. Yeah. And like how many guys talk about how great of a guy Crosby is. And like how he's not Sid's not the square that everyone thinks he is. Yeah. And like when like I found that out that he's like funny and likes to go like have beers with the guys and like do things and play golf and stuff, I was like, oh, maybe he's not as bad as you all that we all think he is. Like, and then I heard know. his interview and he was like, he was hilarious. And it's like, all right, so like maybe maybe our perception of him's wrong. Have you like, guys I bet ever... you an interview with Ovechkin wouldn't be half as interesting. Oh man, I ever, the sight of of Ovechkin just makes me angry. Have you, I don't know if you guys have Tim Horn commercials in, in America, do you? Not often, but well, which one? There's a commercial with uh, <laughs> Nate McKinnon and Cindy Crosby. They're going to the drive-thru on Zamboni because they're both from the same town. Like Cole yeah, Harbor. yeah, yeah. Cole Harbor, um, where is it? Nova nope. Scotia. Yeah. That's and where Marshy's from there, too. Yeah, and they're just the fun, like the funniest guys. Yeah. Like, together. I, oh, I McKinnon think is a actually... psycho. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I can't stand McKinnon either. Yeah. That guy just gets away with too much. Oh, yeah. They all train together in the offseason. You know yeah. that, right? Yeah, Marshy, McKinnon, and Crosby all train together. I think Marshawn and Crosby actually would be a good a good line, like good line mates together. I mean, they, they are in like the World Cup. It's yeah, they, they're, I mean, they're good friends. They, they would be great yeah. together. I, I actually think that if Crosby was to go anywhere and it wasn't Colorado, I think he would want to go to Boston. Like, I, I think, oh, I think, Cros- yeah. 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 It's not a bad either. I just think that he's good friends with Bergeron and Marshawn. And Bergeron moved to the wing, Crosby moved to the center, and they'd be fine. I'm if that happened five years ago, that'd be the uh, it would be insane. It would be the, like the best line ever. Yeah. But it's just, I just don't think it's gonna happen with Bergeron. I don't think Bergeron has much time left. I think Bergeron has two to three years left, and that's it. Was well, Malkin going anywhere? You guys think he's due? And so is the he's due. I so Brian Burke at some point is going to blow that up. I think. I think he is, but he likes, he, he seems to be high on the tang and he's like vocalized it many times. Sorry if you guys can hear my dog, he's barking, but um, I, I know Crosby, Crosby will be on the penguins as long as he wants to be penguin. Malkin. I don't think so. I think Malkin could move. It's I easy to, Washington. Figure, yeah, I was just going to say, it's easy to figure out where Malkin's going to go. It's going to go where there's other prominent Russian players. So, but I mean, he also has an issue with Ovechkin, doesn't he? Yeah, they've actually, yeah, they've had some problems, but I, I would assume he's friends with like Orlov or Kun, or Kunitsov or one of them. So, like, I mean, oh, I like that guy. Yeah, okay, (laughs) Kunitsov, (laughs) the guy's hilarious. Yeah, no, I like, I like Kunitsov. He's, I mean, I don't, that's the thing. I, as much as like another team that we kind of hate as Bruins fans, the Caps, I like, I'm not a 
not against any of them. I like good hockey. They've been a good hockey team for pretty much my whole life, right? How old are you, Spencer? 23. Yeah, so you guys are Kev's 24, 23, 24. We've all kind of grew up in the same – I'm 25. So we all kind of grew up in the same era of hockey. It's like yeah. the Washington Capitals were a great team for a long time. Like, were you mad when Washington won the Cup, or were you like, all right, they were due? Like, I was oh, like, they're due. They're so due. I, I I now respect it more because of what the Leafs are going through. But the only thing I didn't like was people were saying Ovechkin. I mean, people in where I live were saying Ovechkin shouldn't have made the Hall of Fame if he didn't win a Stanley Cup. Oh, no. Ovechkin's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's Regardless the best, like, best goal scorer of all time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I would still put Wayne Gretzky, but I mean, pure goal scorer. Yeah. Off, so, off Ovechkin, but. the. I, it's funny because like really like never go, none of us really get to watch Wayne play right we only watch like videos and reruns and like that but if you look at Wayne Gretzky's stats it shuts you up on the whole like not the best player no one's ever going to score 212 points ever again ever again it just won't happen he I mean and were the goalies as good no but they didn't have they weren't they didn't have the gear that we have now the players were using wooden sticks when he did that like it's just there are things that are just like insane, like about everything Gretzky. Gretzky was the best goal scorer of all time, correct? Wayne Gretzky's the sorry, Ovechkin's the purest goal scorer of all time. Yeah. I like that. I'll agree with that. I really will agree with that. I mean, until someone does it better than than Gretzky, like sure that I mean everything's no. gonna be beaten. Like Michael Jordan is beaten uh, by LeBron, and yeah. Kareem was beaten by LeBron. But like, I think Ovechkin's just gonna do the yager and just keep playing until he gets yeah, where he's oh going. yeah yeah the, he is the definition of the russian machine never dies like he's and that going just to makes me mad running. like if you're gonna do it do it but don't just score two goals a season for the last 10 years of your career you know like i, I hope that he doesn't do that yeah i don't i don't see that i mean i think he i think kovechkin will always be able to score because you can always just roll him out in the point and he's going to shoot the puck on yeah. that you know what i mean so it's kind of look at that Kevin, yeah. I know Kevin's Kevin's sick. Everyone is seeing that's why Kevin's being so quiet. He took Nyquil before this episode. This is his Jordan flu game. But Kev's What's a big take? Ovi guy. But Kev's a big Ovi guy. How do, who do you think the best goal scorer of all time is? Um, Mike Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, I go I go the Ovi just like what you said about the whole pads and everything. Like I. Candy Gretzky was like in this area, he would still score, <laughs> no doubt about it. But just the fact that Ovi's doing it and he came in and just oh, yeah. I mean Gretzky doesn't get goals right off the bat. Like in twenty two. Ovi's a sicko. Like <laughs> guy mixes Alfredo sauce and red sauce. He's a sick human. He drinks Dr. Pepper on the bench. He's not <laughs> a human. Right. I don't even know if he's a human. Like But he does get they... ir- he gets irritated by uh, Trent Frederick though. Yeah, he does That's not like Freddie. We do know Freddie gets like in his kitchen so quick. And Frederick will fight Wilson, so it's kind of he's just so Freddie's so made for those games, right? It's like he's trying to fight Ovechkin one game, and he's trying to fight DK Subban. <laughs> yeah. I do the Subban oh. like video of him so Subban is hilarious. He's like, I'm in your kitchen. I'm I can't. I'm going to the game tomorrow night, and um, I oh. I, I can't wait to watch Freddie chirp Subban. I'm so excited because uh, they're playing the Devils. Yeah. That's going to be uh, entertaining with Subban playing on the last line, still thinking that he's like the yep. elite defense. He, in the league. He's never he, going to. He thinks that he's top. Roman Yossi. And everyone in everyone in Canada or everyone in Toronto who's like a Leafs fan is like, oh, we need him on. No, we don't need him on our team. No, yeah. no, no. Not even close. Like everyone's no. just like, oh, it would be good because he, he's coming home. Like, yeah, maybe because five years ago when he was actually good. So here's the deal. In. I think that all like fan bases fantasize over the goal scoring puck moving defenseman. 
But when the goal-scoring puck-moving defenseman is past their prime and they don't have the ability to defend elite anymore, they're, they're no longer top-pairing defensemen. It's that simple. They're fifth, sixth, seventh defensemen. They don't come in and change your team. I got to ask you guys this question. Yep. I mean, you guys don't obviously watch Leafs games that much, but what's your take on Justin Hall? Because as a Leafs fan, I despise him so much. He's so, like the worst. He's Aki Berg level defense. So he's he not bad. he sucks, and it's funny. Like he's one. Of, he's one of the guys that like like those are like that's the reason. Like I look at the Leafs team and like a healthy Leafs team, like Hall Hall's playing. Hall's playing. So like that's where it's like just get in behind this guy and you will break his brain. So like that's where like I think the Bruins can. If Morazic the net, he'll just push Morazic on the way. That's happened three times this season. He's literally tried to box on his own goalie. That's where, like, all the nice things I said about the Leafs, I still don't think they beat the Bruins in a play in seven games because well, – No, just we'll, not. No. no, we're going to break them down and, like, mentally just get in the Leafs' kitchen. And the fact that there's a high probability that Matthews and Marner's brain shut off game one of the, of the playoffs yeah. because they are so rattled by you guys. You guys did it. Leafs fans and Leafs media rattled your two young stars. That's what happened. You know what's so sad is like when I go on Twitter and it's like Toronto versus Boston or Toronto versus Montreal, whomever. It's not even the opposition's fans that I, I no, it's it's, it's it's my own. Like it's the yeah, least. Yeah, I, I agree fans. completely. Just in Bruins, which I hate Bruins fans. If Jack Campbell's Jack Campbell's a shutout in his first game back, everyone's gonna say he's a savior. Mm-hmm. And then he lets in two goals the next game. It happened with Peter Morazic. Big two games. Hockey. Yeah, just, two games. He had, he had two good games or one and a half, whatever. And then all of a sudden, he's just savior. Yep. And then it gets just, and people just rip them apart. That's big market hockey. It's just it's what it is. It's how the Bruins are the same way. I hate Bruins fans. Like, I hate them for whenever we're losing. When we're winning, everything's great. And then we're, we're, we win a game, we're winning the Stanley Cup. We lose a game, we need to rebuild. It's just how it, how it is. I'll, I'll, uh, give, I'll give the listeners a little hot take that I'm going to mention on the podcast when it starts up. Uh, I, if, as a Leafs fan, if I was Kyle Dubas, I would, I would think about trading both Muzzin and Hall's contract. I mean, Hall's, Hall's just just absolutely terrible for his contract. And Muzzin, I think he's a little bit past his prime. He's, he's injury prone. Can't stay healthy. And give Sandine and Lilligren that last pairing. Labushkin, the plug defenseman, and Riley. And then give yeah. Giordano and Brody that second pairing. Labushkin actually, I think, is going to be pretty good for the Leafs. He's a different style of defenseman who actually defends and plays heavy. Yeah. So. And Toronto has Will Meyer now. Like they have him in their AHL team from Nashville. If they actually keep him, and yep. like that's the future considerations. Yeah, he's six five, two hundred twenty, yeah. two hundred twenty five pounds. Like he's a big guy. And I don't think Rasmus Sandin is a bad player. I think no. he's going to be a good defenseman. He's a guy that I think is just simply going to take time. And I think he's going to be a good player. He's a guy that right. I like if I'm playing NHL and I start a franchise mode, I do a fantasy draft. I always take him. I always take yeah. him. Yeah, he reminds me of Thomas Carver. Yeah, he's a good puck-moving defenseman, and he has a pretty high offensive skill set. So I don't – And hey, what was he? What was he? he was a first-round pick, right? I think he was seventh or eighth or something. Or yeah, first. yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was thinking eighth. That's like he's – so, yeah, I mean, Chuck's full of good talent. And that's the Bruins – that's the difference. Like, the Bruins don't have the prospect pool or, like, the guys come up like – how about – I mean, you guys have Nick Robinson still, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Matthews Nyes is uh yeah, and Matthew Matthew Nyes Matthew Nyes is ready to play in the NHL right this yeah. second. Yeah, people he's, are saying awesome Matthews level shot. Like, yeah, no, awesome. he is a he is a heavy shot. I mean, it, that's <laughs> he plays for Minnesota, right? Uh, I think yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, I know, I know. Yeah, he's he has like thirty two points in thirty two games. 
And this is He's the this player. is the crazy thing about Kyle Dubas and, and their scouting staff. It's like Matthew Nice was taking the fifty seventh pick in yep. that draft. They have mm-hmm. Ty Voigt, who was drafted like I think in the fifth round or something like that. They've got that Toby Nimala. He's like a right hand defense. He's like yeah. one of the best defense in the Finnish league right now. Playing with men. Yeah. I mean, I don't Dubas is not this terrible GM that everyone makes him out to be. Like, Dubas has the same stereotype that Sidney Crosby has. That yeah, he's like a nerd. That he's a hockey nerd. Yeah. And he's just like books and glasses. Yeah, and isn't that's... that like where you what you want your GM to be? Well, yeah, I, I <laughs> like. I mean, like, I don't. I would rather my GMs not like, like just. I don't know. Like, I don't. I can't. I can't think of a name. I mean, I'm glad like Cam Neely's not our GM. He's our president. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't really. But even Don Sweeney. I mean, but it's like Sweeney's get just he gets deals done for the right number. And yeah. as much as like the 2015 draft will always haunt the Bruins, he. He um, he's done pretty good on that. It will never haunt like like Leafs fans. That's just such a void like argument when people say like, "Ooh, the 2015 like Toronto literally traded Tyler for Tyler Biggs in like what 2012." Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure Kucherov was taking like the pick after, and they traded <laughs> up to get Tyler Biggs, and he never yeah. played a game in the NHL. These so. things happen. You guys traded. You guys traded Tuka Rask for Andrew Raycroft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what was your guys' opinion on Raycroft before? Because wasn't uh, so. As, yeah, so I loved Raycroft as a kid. <laughs> like, there's a. It was the first players on the Zamboni commercial. It was like an American Tire commercial where Raycroft and um or whoever it was, I can't remember who it was, and Bergeron, they drove a Zamboni like over the bridge near the rink. And I, remember, I loved Raycroft. I was so mad. Like when they traded him for Tuca, and I hated like Tuca when he got to the Bruins. Like I hated him. I went bad. to the, yeah, I went to the game in Providence with my dad, where he freaked out and smashed his stick and went all ballistic. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It was awesome. So like the like I live in Rhode Island, so I live ten minutes from the P Bruins rink. Yeah. So it's just that's hilarious. But I um, I it took me a while before I was a Tuca guy. Like I, I was, it took me a while before I was a big Tuka guy. And then I started to realize as I got older, how good he was and how lucky we were to transition from Thomas to Tuka, just like how lucky we are to transfer to transition from Tuka to Sway. Mackie, tomorrow's um, Tuka Rask appreciation night. He's doing the um, puck drop for his retirement. I'm going to the game. So it should be exciting. Oh. I'll have my, I'll have my, that black Rask jersey on, Kev. Yeah, yeah. It sucks he uh, couldn't come back for one. I mean, it's it's also sucks because Swayman probably would have been the one that was he was minors, but yeah, <laughs> is what it is. His time also, is now. It was up. also the the Leafs talk with like I don't know what kind of media streams you guys listen to, but like Ellie Freeman was saying Chara and the Leafs had interest. Like, if Chara ever came to the Leafs, like that'd just be that'd be like to me, Tom's <laughs> kind of playing a Bruins yeah, jersey. It just wouldn't work. It's, it's so gross. It'd be terrible. Like, oh my god, yeah, I would hate I would hate every second of that. Apparently, Toronto called Lula Morello on that. Yeah, like, what is Lula, like? I want to touch on something odd? Like, Lula Morello at this trade deadline is like doing nothing and keeping all of his veterans yeah. on, who are UFAs are on aging contracts. Like, hey man. And nice, then in the, nice the post trade, he said that he needs to make hockey deals. Like, no one's taking Pajot, except Arizona. Yeah, like, what do you? It's like, dude, Kyle per- Palmieri's value's gone down, man. Like, all these guys have gone down. Nobody wants them. The thing I didn't like about Lou is. When he was with the Leafs, is the beard? The beard, yeah, it's weird. It's so it's, weird. It's like the, it's like the, Yankees. it's the Yankees. Like, and yeah. you don't want to be the Yankees. You know, wants to be the Yankees. I just don't understand how, like, in today's day and age, beards aren't bad. No, I mean, they should never have been uh, bad. I mean, but like, agreed, agreed, all of us agreed. Like, yeah. yeah, but um, I mean, without a beard, I I feel like I lack confidence. Oh, me too. I hate it. Like, 
That's, I mean, I don't even, even when I go to the barber now, I just have them like fade it right in. I don't even, I never shave it completely off anymore. Like Donaldson on the Yankees without a beard? Like, it's just, it's just weird. That doesn't work, you know? It's just weird. So are you, are you like a baseball and, and, um, baseball and basketball fan? I used to be a huge Raptors fan and then yeah. the trade to Rosen. For and that, oh, that was it? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a tough was, subject. The Rosen was my favorite. Rosen's my favorite basketball player. Then you and, guys won. Then Kawhi brought you a championship. I didn't watch. As soon as I, I actually was so upset I res- when I, I respect that. Game. So I respect that. So I have loyalty right there. I respect that so much. I didn't. I didn't watch. I didn't celebrate. Unfollowed. Didn't care. Dude, DeRozan's having a year though in Chicago. That's gonna I be mean, a really good player. Raptors right? fans have seen that before too. Having yeah, a year. He's, like, he's like Freddie Anderson having a year and then yeah. yeah. But he's nasty. Still. Are you a Blue Jays fan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have you on when you start doing a little more baseball. Talk. Yeah, that's what I was like. So we're gonna like when when hockey ends, we're gonna do obviously like uh, touching in on the Bruins and things like that. But we're gonna be pretty Red Sox heavy too. So we're yeah. obviously we're Sox fans. Oh my god, talk about the AL East though. That's gonna be a matchup. Yeah, so we can definitely Dude, talk the about the Blue Jays are loaded right now. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean second base is still an issue for me. But still, that that one through nine, that's a scary lineup. Yeah. Second base for the Red Sox is an issue for you. No, no, like tre- Trevor Story. Oh, I said Trevor Stories. Like yeah. Kevin oh, yeah, is nasty. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Trevor Story is kind of going to – he's going to be just fine. <laughs> the Red Sox future now. Yeah. The weird yeah. thing about the Yankees, though, is they took on Donaldson's contract and that kind of left a guy. And then they traded Gary Sanchez. And then didn't Minnesota then just sign Carlos Correa the next day? Yeah, it's a three-year contract that pays him like $35 million a year and has an opt-out. Every year, have the Red Sox answered any pitching questions though? Um, no, no. So that's the that's the I mean, that's the answer. The Tanker sale broke his ribs, so yeah. I feel like that guy's always injured. Oh my god, story of my life, man. Yeah, and he's a spaz. He's the same guy that like <laughs> cut off the the collar on the White Sox jersey, wasn't he? Yeah, because like, it was too tight and like it. I like that. Respect that. But he's like Chris Sale's like 160 pounds. <laughs> like, and he's like six five. Yeah. We're it's completely just... off the rails right now. But before we get any further, let me give us a quick ro- word from our show sponsors and friends of Inside the Rink, BetUS. BetUS has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines. They have MLB too. I don't know why it's not in the ad read, but they definitely have MLB. Yes, MLB baby. No Sign up score in the first right, inning. Right, shut up. The bet to go. Sign up for betus.com with promo code RINK for 125% sign-up bonus. Again, use promo code RINK for 125% sign-up bonus. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. BetUS, you bet, you win, you get paid. Betus.com. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, I love to talk about how to get that in there. Um, before we kind of – nope. Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, 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 all you. I heard on the last podcast that you guys were talking about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That $1 million contract like for the next year, that's so yeah. – it's so like, what did he signed 270 or something. Yeah, it's it's just so they can just because they know he's gonna get suspended. So they're just trying to money. help us come. They're just trying to help him out. Yeah, I, I don't think it's goes. gonna make the Browns. Like I'm not a huge football fan, but it, I don't think it's gonna make the Browns any better. And like Baker Mayfield currently like first destination is the Colts, which is weird. Well, because, they just got like, Matt Ryan. So they just got Matt Ryan. Yeah. So that's I don't know, but they still have him as like going to the Colts. I don't get that either. Yeah, my God, it's still. I'd rather have an weird. aging Matt Ryan over Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and Odell, Odell's still a free agent. 
Yeah, I, yeah. Odell's this is ACL, though. That's, it's yeah, it's coming off an ACL. Because he's going to miss the majority of next season. There's huge free agents. Um, I mean, Who Bobby Jones, Wagner. Jarvis Landry. Yeah, they're yeah. big big time free agents for sure. Hey, you sent me that list the other day, G. Yeah, there's, there's big time free agents all over the place. Um, a lot of stuff. It's just. It's going to be interesting. There's going to be, I think this is going to be such an interesting offseason for the NFL. It's going to be an interesting offseason for the NHL. A lot of the players think are going to move with the draft for hockey, too. Drafts in Montreal would be cool. How far are you from Montreal? Oh, I don't I think like six hours. Six hours, something like that. Yeah, oh, I don't know Canada distance. too well. It could be well, eight. I, I don't I'm know. also like six hours from Montreal, right, Kev? How far am I? Six or eight hours? Yeah. Okay. Eight hours, like, yeah, it's not bad because I know from. I would take the boat from Nantucket. It's like a <laughs> seven-hour seven drive. My brother does all the time. Let's Yo, get the fans involved. Week. Let's get the fans involved. If Boston and Toronto meet and Boston beats Toronto, I'll meet you in Montreal and we'll do get out in person, okay? Me Perfect. I, Perfect. Think, I think I can size you up. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't know. You, I mean, you said you're a big guy, so I'm I'm, like, I'm, I'm five foot four. Well, Kev, your name on the screen is Big Kev. I don't want to yeah. mess with you, man. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm six I'm, foot. I'm five foot four, 165 pounds. Oh, so I'd go with yeah. I, <laughs> you're, you're how much? How much do you weigh? 165 pounds. Oh man, I got a hundred pounds. Yeah, up. yeah. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you too. But you said you're six six. I'd say yeah. Well, for all you ladies out there, I am uh, newly single and six foot. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, yes. and the boy, the voice of an angel, almost like yeah. Fergie and Jesus, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. A lot of people say I'm like the island Luke Holmes. So. <laughs> Kevin's an island boy. All right, this is getting off the rails. Before we wrap things up, Spencer, just tell us about the podcast you're going to be bringing on the network. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be Leafs related with a little bit of Blue Jays tied in, um, nice. especially like in the offseason when things get a little uh, slow. Um, we're going to be doing uh, like probably once a week, maybe twice a week, depending weekly uh, recaps, uh, transactions, uh, lineup matching. Uh, it'll be me, my brother Scott, and uh, my buddy Kyle, uh, just three Leafs fans trying to uh, put our. Uh, our opinions out there hopefully it's hopefully it's well liked awesome yeah i mean dude we're we'll, we'll help you out we're definitely going to promote you guys and we're excited to have you as a part of the network um thank you for coming on this is a yeah, great nice. episode guys and um remember buy the merch inside the rink.com get all your hockey news at inside the rink.com everything inside the rink is growing going to try to get a live stream next week maybe you'll see the three of us who knows on it i want to definitely get one next week so um Thank you guys for listening and thank you for all the support. Oh, We've definitely been feeling it. Yep. Let me plug this in quick. Uh, yep. It's Leafs Dog Forever on Instagram. It's going to be Leafs Dog Forever on Twitter. Twitter's not set up yet, but follow the Instagram. All right. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. I will. We'll, 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 definitely, we'll tweet that out from our account too. Um, and where can we follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Spencer Lazar, I think. Yeah, it is twenty three or something. Yeah. I put it. I put it in my my write up. So, it'll it'll be on there. I can find it right now. So we have it. Any bets? Spencer Lazari twenty three. Do I have any bets now? Do you have one? You want to give a bet of the week? Uh yeah. There's one I saw on Friday. I'm like in a Predators over the Sabers, and parlay that with Lightning over Chicago. I would add Bruins Devils too because the Bruins aren't going to come out and lose. Well, that was on Friday last night. Oh, that's Friday. Thursday. Sorry. I have Friday yeah. off, so I'm mixing up. Well, Thursday, tomorrow, you got Bruins over the Devils, Hurricanes over Canadians, and Panthers over Chicago. That's not a bad one. No, that's not bad at all. We'll tweet that one out. 
And Thanks, you shoot guys. in Avalanche over uh, San Jose, too. If you want yeah, to I, I don't do four teams. It's too reckless. Hey, Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Money, but it loses you. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks.